Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This is a very special episode because it's the 200th one. Yay! That's a crowd of people screaming. Okay, wow! I made it to 200. It's amazing. Obviously, I'm delighted about that. This is the 200th anniversary of Luke's English Podcast. And before I tell you all about how that feels, I'd like to begin this episode by telling you about a new competition which I'm launching today, which I'd love you to take part in. So first, I'm going to tell you all about the competition, and then I'll celebrate 200 episodes of Luke's English Podcast with you. Okay? Right. So... Let's get started. That's the jingle. There's the jingle that you know and love. I've been using that jingle for 200 episodes. I wonder if maybe I should change it. Maybe I should use this one. You've been listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, you can visit teacherluke.co.uk. Smooth. Okay, that's quite a nice one. How about uh, how about a little bit of this? Maybe I should use this one. It's Luke's English Podcast. Luke's English Podcast. Coming at you, in your face, in the place, from out of space. Wicked. Maybe I should do that. That might be an interesting one. How about this one? This is the mysterious podcast called Luke's English Podcast. Hmm? I don't know. This is a bit odd, that one. This one, maybe? Luke's English Podcast Sounds like a kind of rave tune In your face, in the place Place, 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 place. From out of space, space, space mm? I'm st- I still think that I, I chose the right one Okay, final one Maybe this is, the, this is the, the correct one I should be using Okay, that's just far too sort of self-important, isn't it? All right, maybe this one. Luke's English Podcast. Kind of dangerous, dangerous sounding. Dangerous extreme sports. Whoa. Okay. No, I'm going to stick with the stick with my original one, this one. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Maybe that's the one I should stick with. Anyway, we'll see. That's beside the point, isn't it? Because this is the 200th episode of Luke's English Podcast. And to celebrate this momentous occasion, I've decided to launch another Luke's English Podcast competition in which you can send me your audio recordings, okay? Listen carefully, folks. Listen very carefully because it's competition time again. And I want you to listen to all of this so that you know the rules and you know exactly how you can enter because I want you... That's right, you, to enter this competition just to celebrate 200 episodes of Luke's English Podcast. Okay? 
Are you up for it? But are you actually up for it? Okay, right. So I did a similar competition over two years ago, right? And now I'm doing another one. This one is called Your English Podcast. All right, Your English Podcast. Why? Because I'd like you to imagine that you are recording five minutes of your own English podcast, okay? Just record and send your five minutes or less to me, and I'll play your recordings on an episode of Luke's English Podcast, and then listeners can vote for their favourite. I will then count all the votes and announce the winner. The prize for the winner is to be interviewed on an episode of Luke's English Podcast. Okay, doesn't that sound exciting? It should do. It should sound exciting. I did my first competition two years ago, and it was amazing to hear the voices of all my listeners. Well, not all of them, but, you know, some of them. The people who sent their audio recordings in. It was great to hear from you. Um, Camila Andrade from Brazil won that one. She got a very special prize a phrasal verb dictionary. Remember that? Since then, the podcast has gone from strength to strength, and I've picked up new listeners. Old listeners have improved their English. I've dealt with many more topics and events on the podcast. So now it's time for us to hear what the lepers, that's the Luke's English podcast people, what it's now time for us to hear what the lepers have to say for themselves. So this is your chance to have your voice heard on Luke's English Podcast. And ultimately, if you win, you could become famous around the world as you're interviewed on the podcast via Skype. All right? Now, I understand you might be shy. You might be thinking, oh, no, I don't want... Uh, no, no, it's all right. I'm happy just to listen. Fine. That's absolutely fine. Okay? Um, you can just listen if you want. That's fine. That's a way of taking part. You can listen and you can vote. But I would like to encourage you to take part because it's not all about the winning Okay, I'm bigging it up for the winner with the Skype interview, but it's not all about the winner. Um, you know, it's about it's not about winning, it's about taking part. It's like cricket, okay? So if you are shy, I understand. But remember, I'm nice. I'll make sure that you're okay. And so will the listeners. Because the great thing about the Luke's English Podcast community is that my listeners are good people. I can't wait to hear from you and to give you a platform to say what you've got to say to the world. So um, this is the Luke's English Podcast community uh, sort of uh, using their voice, expressing themselves, all right? So here's the competition in a nutshell, and forgive me if I'm repeating myself, but I just want to make this extra clear. I want to make it crystal clear so that you understand all the rules. Okay, so here it is in a nutshell. Right. Record yourself talking about whatever you want for five minutes. Send the recording to me. Um, I'll, re I'll feature all your recordings on special episodes of the podcast. Now, I do reserve the right to like not feature any recordings if I think it's inappropriate. You know, If there's something that I don't fancy including, then I reserve the right not to include it. But I doubt that you know anyone will send me stuff that I can't broadcast. But anyway, send me your five minutes. I'll feature all the recordings on special episodes of the podcast, okay? Listeners can then vote for their favourites, and the one with the most votes gets featured on an episode of the podcast in a Skype call with me. That's right. I'll give you my Skype details, and we'll have a Skype conversation. And when you're ready, I'll start recording, and you'll be on an interview 
uh, on Luke's English podcast, all right? But there are some rules to make sure this competition is fair and is not impossible for me to manage in my limited time, okay? So please carefully observe the following rules, all right? If you don't follow the rules, you might be disqualified from the competition. Um, It's important for me to establish some rules because otherwise this competition could be really difficult for me to manage. So rules are rules, and here are those rules, all right? Uh, Here are the rules for the competition. The opening date. When does the competition start? It starts now, right now. The competition is now open, so get started, but do pay attention to these rules. The closing date for entries. Um, The closing date for you to send your uh, audio files to me. The closing date is the 31st of August, uh, 2014. Okay, so you've got over a month. I'm assuming that you're listening to this today, the day that I'm recording and hopefully uploading it. Today's date, when I'm doing this, is the 24th of July, Thursday. So you've got, you know, um, over, a, over a month to, to send your recordings to me. I think that's plenty of time. Um, so the closing date, 31st of August, 2014. Um, and let's say 12 o'clock midnight my time that's um that's uh, like paris time 12 o'clock midnight after that i'll rec- i will collect all your audio recordings and then i'll take the time to prepare some episodes in which i showcase your competition entries people can then vote by leaving comments on teacherluke.co.uk i'll give you more information about voting later on. That's going to come later. Um, But ultimately, um, people are going to vote for their favourite, okay? Not necessarily the one that they think is it has the best English, just the one that strikes them as their favourite, all right? So bear that in mind when you're recording. You, you, You need to try and appeal to people, all right? Okay, more rules. Time. Time limit. You've got five minutes maximum. Maximum five minutes, okay? Um, you can talk for less than five minutes if you like, but please don't. Please make sure that you don't exceed the five-minute limit. Now you might be thinking, five minutes—that's it. That's all I get. I'm afraid so. That's all you get. Why? Because I expect that I'll get a few entries. I'll probably get more than I got last time. And uh, last time I gave you three minutes. I think this time it's five minutes. I've got to keep. I've got to put a limit on there. Otherwise, it could go on forever. Right. So five minutes is the limit. Please stick to it. All right. Please stick to the five-minute limit. That's very important because I have to try and keep this competition under control, right? Um, Next thing is, what are you going to say? What do I expect you to say? Well, you can say whatever you want, okay? Absolutely whatever you want. This is five minutes of your podcast, right? Okay, if you like, you can imagine that you have your own English podcast. You can call it Jose's English Podcast or whatever your name happens to be. Okay, if you like, you can welcome listeners to your podcast at the beginning by saying hello and welcome to Jose's English Podcast, if your name is Jose. And you can say goodbye to your listeners at the end. It's completely up to you what you say and how you say it. This is your English podcast. So just imagine you're doing five minutes of your English podcast. It's totally up to you what you say. Um, Name and country. Remember to tell us your name and where you come from. All right. Uh, This will help people to remember who you are and it'll help them to vote for you. Okay. Uh, Voting. 
I will collect all the audio files which are sent to me and I'll play them all in one episode or more of Luke's English Podcast and I'll play them in alphabetical order by name. Listeners can then vote for their favourite by leaving comments. All right. Audio files. Audio files. Send your audio files to podcastcomp at gmail.com. Podcastcomp at gmail.com. Only. That's podcast, P-O-D-C-A-C-S-T. Wait, wait, wait. Need to add an edit there. That's not how you spell podcast. It's not P-O-D-C-A-C-S-T. No. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Comp. That's C-O-M-P at gmail.com. All right? P-O-D-C-A-S-T-C-O-M-P at gmail. That's G-M-A-I-L dot com. All right? Good. Comp. That's C-O-M-P. Podcast comp at gmail.com. Only that. I will only accept entries which are sent to that email address. Please do not send me competition entries on Facebook or to my Hotmail account. My Hotmail account is now full, okay? the in- My inbox is jammed with stuff, and so I can't manage it anymore. It's too full. So please now use, for this competition, podcastcomp at gmail.com. Okay, that's the only email address I will accept entries from. Is that clear? What's the email address? Podcastcomp at gmail.com. The comp means competition, right? Podcastcomp at gmail.com. Is that clear? Good. Um, I'm only accepting audio files in this competition, so no text entries this time, just audio, I'm afraid. So you can't write... uh, it as a text message and send that to me. No, only audio files. Fine. Good. Uh, I'll give you more information about voting and how to vote later on. For now, you can just start preparing your competition entries. Okay. So in summary, the competition is now open. Send your audio files maximum five minutes to podcastcomp at gmail.com. The closing date is the 31st of August, 2014. After that, I'll upload showcase episodes of Luke's English podcast, and you can all vote for your favorite entry. More information will follow in later episodes. Needless to say, you can find all of this information um, on my website, teacherluke.co.uk. Just find episode 200 and all this information will be there for you to read. Now, you might be thinking, all right, okay, this is this is interesting. Okay, you might be thinking, brilliant, I can't wait. I can't wait to do it. I've got, you know, I'm going to do it now. You might be thinking that. Some of you might be thinking, all right, okay, I might do that. Um, Oh, 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 really? Oh, I wonder what I'm going to say. How am I going to... Oh, I'm not sure I'm going to win. But it's not the winning. It's the taking part that counts. Um, So if you are thinking that, I would say to you, go for it. Go on, just go and do it. Go and do it. Just send me something. Send me some audio. All right? And some of you might be thinking, oh, no, no, I don't think I'm... I don't think I'm going to take part in that. It sounds lovely. Uh, I love the idea, and and, uh, I can't wait to listen to everyone. Uh, But, no, I don't think I'm going to take part. Thanks very much. That's fine as well. That's fine. Don't feel any obligation to do it. But at the same time... um, I would just give you a little bit of a poke and just say, go on, why don't you, uh, why don't you give it a try? Um, okay, right, so if, if you're not completely sure, let me give you some bits of advice, okay? Let me give you some bits of advice which are going to help you to take part in this competition, all right? Now, here's, here, are, uh, here are my bits of advice. Um, first of all, 
um, sound quality. So when you're recording your entry, try to make the sound quality as good as possible. All right. Now, most phones and computers and iPads and tablets and stuff, most of those things will allow you to record your voice pretty easily um, and pretty well. But try to make sure that you're in a quiet room in your house. Try to be away from noisy windows, away from noisy washing machines and other people. All right. Try to make sure you're in a slightly quiet place because it's going to make the recording better. I suggest that you test it a little bit. Test the recording a couple of times just to make sure that it's sounding okay before you start. Because you don't want to do an awesome recording and then listen back to it and realize that it's distorted or too quiet or whatever. All right. Trust me, I've done that before. It's very annoying. Test your 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 conditions first before you do your recording right um, you can send me audio in a variety of file formats uh, I accept you know WAV mp3 um, AVI um, whatever file format I think I'll be able to deal with it but I prefer mp3 because it's quicker to process all right mp3 is a you know they're compressed files so they're easier for me to deal with uh, so mp3 is better you'll find that sending me files by mp3 is much easier it's easier to attach them to emails and and all that kind of thing so um any file format's okay but mp3 is probably the best um now when you're recording if you want to uh, you can include a jingle um you can include sound effects or even background music if you want to uh but you will find that this is pretty time consuming and a little bit complicated ultimately People just want to hear your voice clearly, so focus on that, all right? Um, But feel free to, you know, experiment and so on. The main thing is that people can hear you and hear your voice clearly. Um, It's normal to be a little bit stressed or a little bit nervous when you're recording yourself, especially when you listen back to it and you don't like the sound of your own voice. That's completely normal. So don't let the nerves or the stress or a lack of confidence stop you. Don't let it stop you. Just try to enjoy it, I suggest, because enthusiasm is a very attractive quality. All right. Um, And also the lepers, they're all lovely people. So don't worry, you're among friends. And I'm sure that people are going to be very welcoming and very enthusiastic about hearing what you have to say. We're like a big, happy family here at Luke's English Podcast. All right. Think of it that way. We're a big, happy family. So, you know, don't feel shy. You should feel confident. You should feel comfortable and at home. Uh, Feel free to just say what you're going to say and enjoy doing it, all right? Because your enjoyment will come through and uh, it will sound better. It'll be more pleasant to listen to. There's there's my advice on the attitude that you should have uh, before doing your recording. Um, now, you might be tempted to write a script, okay? Uh, and that's all right, but actually, I I would recommend, I'd suggest that you try not to read out a script that you've prepared earlier. So try not to write everything out word for word, and then read it from a page. Try not to do that. I mean, you can do that if you like, but I think it sounds more natural if you're not reading from a pre-written script. I realise that actually now, right now in this episode, I am reading from a pre-written script. I am, because I've had to carefully plan the information I'm giving you in order to manage this competition properly, all right? 
Um, but and I've spoken about this before. I think it sounds more natural if you're not reading from a pre-written script. And ultimately, it's better for your spoken English if you don't just read a script. All right. Um, writing notes is a good idea. Uh, just write the main points that you want to make, but don't write it out word for word if possible. Just write enough to help you remember, and then you can like do the rest of it naturally. In an ideal world, that's what you could do. But I understand if you you might feel more comfortable writing it down and reading it from from the page. But um, I think you get what I'm saying, right? You, you know that it sounds more natural if it's not a re a pre written script. Just take that into account. Um, I definitely suggest that you should practice your speech a few times until you're comfortable with it. Practice it a few times until you feel comfortable and you know what you're saying and you've got the right rhythm. Practice a little bit, okay? Um, try to bring your speech to life and put your personality into it if possible. That's often what what um, engages people. Just let you just be yourself and put your own personality into what you're doing. Don't be afraid of doing that. Don't think, you know, switch off your editor. You know what I mean? Your editor is that voice in your head that says, oh, no, you can't do it like that. You should do it like this. Forget about that. Be yourself. Just put your personality into it and do your best and have fun. All right. If you prefer, you can just improvise the whole thing without any practice. You could do that. In fact, that might be even more exciting or engaging. But it will also be slightly more challenging too, all right? So improvise or read from notes or uh, write a script in advance. It's up to you. Just do what you got to do to make yourself comfortable and to do your best, all right? Ultimately, just have fun and enjoy taking part in this competition. Don't stress out too much. It should be enjoyable and a fun way to practice your spoken English. And as I said, I'm sure that everyone will be fascinated to hear short messages from lepers all around the world. Personally, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear from you all because Luke's English podcast is pretty one-sided. I mean, it is a podcast after all, and it's my podcast. Um, so naturally, I'm the one who does most of the talking. But um, I've been speaking to you now for 200 episodes. Um, and, and I mean, I get to hear some stuff from you. I read your comments and things occasionally. And I've I heard from uh, some people in the the first competition but i think it's time to hear you speaking uh with your with your actual real voice um now if you don't know what to say and you need some inspiration perhaps you could just respond to something that you've heard on luke's english podcast so maybe there's something that i've said in the past on in an episode that stuck in your mind um, and you know that you could use that um, as the starting point for your your mini podcast episode. Uh, just you know, respond to something I've said, um, or even as a joke, you could parody my style of talking on Luke's English podcast a bit like this. Now I'm going to play you now um, uh, a bit of audio that was sent to me by Alex Love and Paul Langton. Remember them? They're my mates from London who do comedy. Um, I, do, I featured them in several episodes, one of them called, uh, three episodes in fact, called the Brighton Fringe Festival podcasts. And also um, I invited them round to my flat a couple of years ago and we had uh, a few beers, um, a few too many beers, I think. And um, 
I maybe misguided, uh, maybe maybe it was a mistake, but I uploaded the episode uh, with the, the with uh, Paul, Alex, and Moz. I don't think it was a mistake personally. I mean, I wouldn't have done it if I didn't want to do it. But um, uh, it was a slightly chaotic one in which uh, uh, Paul, Alex, and Moz, particularly Moz, uh, had a little bit too much to drink. But I think that's fine. It was a bit of fun. So anyway, you know who I'm talking about, Alex and Paul. Um, Actually, last year now, last year, they sent me this bit of audio and they sent it to me as a way of saying hello uh, to me and a way of saying hello to you too. And you'll notice that they're kind of making fun of Luke's English podcast in a nice way. They're parodying Luke's English podcast. So listen now to this message from Alex Love and Paul Langton recorded um, in, um, in Brighton last year. Uh, and you'll get an idea of what I mean when I say that you could just... Um, you could just kind of parody my style of talking on Luke's English podcast. I'm sure that uh, when you do yours, the sound quality will be much better than this. But anyway, here's a message from Paul Langton and Annex Love in Brighton. Hello, uh, welcome to another edition of Luke's English Podcast, uh, just down here in Brighton uh, in a cafe. A cafe is somewhere you go to have some food, a bit of food and uh, something to drink as well. Um, and then it'll go through your digestive system and um, and then you'll have to go to the toilet and uh, they'll come out the other side. So so welcome, just going to talk to you about some things down in here, Brighton. Um, and I've got a very special guest here with me. Uh, say hello, guest. Hello, hello, I'm Luke Johnson. I'm also here at the Brighton Fringe in a cafe just about to eat something before producing it out of my orifices. Orifices, by the way, in, in case you don't know, uh, is uh, uh, your, your bottom, your, your derriere, I suppose, if you're French. Uh, and uh, there's a dog outside. A dog uh, is uh, an animal and uh, has four legs and barks. Um, by the way, um, you've probably been tricked by this, um, this, this facade. It's not actually Luke Thompson or Luke Johnson. Um, it's actually uh, Alex Love and uh, Paul Langton. Hello. Hello, that's Paul Langton. And we, we, we're Luke's comedy friends. You may remember from last year, uh, we did a show uh, with Luke and we featured on the podcast. And um, we've got some time, uh, a lot of time to waste before our show this year. So we thought we'd record it. Um, and I don't know if Luke's going to use this. He, he's welcome to do with it what he wants. But we thought we'd uh, just waste some time, really. We, we enjoyed it last year. So hope. Hopefully you'll be enjoying this as well. I hope, I hope you like the joke that we started with. We thought it was very funny. A joke is something that should be funny. But if Paul Langton says it, it probably isn't. No, not really. Uh, I'm, I'm the kind of comedian where what I do is I shout very loudly at the audience and I use a lot of swear words. I know Luke has done a podcast on swear words, so I won't, I won't go through that again. But it is something that I find works on stage for me. Um, Paul said that uh, probably exactly the same thing last year, if you remember. You can have a listen back to the... Uh, the uh, edition from last year's French and Paul Price. But then again, anyone who has seen my work on stage in comedy knows that I've been saying the same thing for about four years now. Yeah, so um, we, yeah, we've got a show. Um, we're only doing two dates this year at Brighton Fringe. Normally we do about four, but uh, we can't take as much holiday off work. Holiday is something you have to book off work. <laughs> Um, you know, you don't always go on holiday. You don't always go to the seaside and have an ice cream. I mean, we're here. Although we have gone to we the have, seaside we have, and we have cream. had an ice cream. That's, that's right, we have. Um, but you have to book time off work in order to do things. And because I'm doing Edinburgh Fringe, Paul isn't, but we'll come to that later. Uh, it's still quite a sore point. It's, you know, hurts 
when I talk about it. Um, and of course, the major difference this year is that we don't have uh, the pleasure of Luke Thompson. Yes, yeah. we're, we're missing you, Luke. We miss you. We do miss you, Luke. In your honour, uh, we did stand outside a guitar shop for about 30 minutes looking at a bass guitar. Uh, yeah, we thought you'd like that, Luke. Uh, there's a picture. I tried to put it on Facebook. I'll put it up at some point and, that, and people can say, oh, look, it's, it's, there he is. Uh, okay, there you go. That's... Um part of a uh, recording that was sent to me by Alex and Paul um, that it goes on it goes on for for more and I'll I'll play that to you later on I think I'll stick it at the end I'll stick the rest of that at the end of uh, the podcast but you can see them sort of you can hear them sort of making fun of me you know like all that stuff about a dog a dog is an animal an animal with uh, with four legs yes okay now I'm just trying to give you a little bit of inspiration you don't have to do some kind of parody of Luke's English podcast you don't have to do that um, it's totally up to you all right but i am really looking forward to receiving your audio entries at podcastcomp at gmail.com so get started okay that's it that's that's my uh, announcement for the competition it's started it's kicked off and i want you to get i want you to get going now i want you to start thinking about what you're going to say start recording um and uh, get your get your stuff recorded uh, five minutes maximum. Send it to me podcastcomp at gmail dot com, and then I'll collect all your stuff. And then um, yeah, thirty first of August is the closing date. And once I've uh, collected a bunch of uh, recordings, then I'll work on presenting them to the world via Luke's English podcast, and then everyone can vote. All right. So remember, when you're recording, as I've said, and I'm going to stop in a second, but um, when you're recording, remember, uh, uh, and when you're planning, remember that people are going to be voting for their favourite one. So it's just as as general as that. Uh, Vote for your favourite. So people will not necessarily be um, assessing your English they'll just be assessing like which one they like the most okay so that's why I think that you should be focusing on letting your letting your yourself um, come through your recording you know let your personality shine through um, and just do whatever you you can do whatever you like um, to ultimately you know go for the go for the top prize now if you if you're not that keen on on the top prize that's fine um, hopefully you'll still take part just so that you can take part just so that you can talk to the people of the world all right you know often at the end of interviews i say to people do you have anything else to say to the people of the world well this is your opportunity to say something to the people of the world this is your english podcast all right great good so i'm going to draw a line under that competition now I've drawn a line under it, and now I'm free to just sort of talk to you about whatever else um, I want to talk about. And in fact, um, in fact, ladies and gentlemen, this is, isn't it, this is the 200th episode of Luke's English Podcast. So not, not only am I launching this competition, I'm also just celebrating the fact that this is the 200th episode. And it's kind of a big deal, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's a massive deal for me. This is it. 200 episodes of Luke's English Podcast. Welcome to the 200th episode. It's the bicentennial episode of Luke's English Podcast. You're listening to it right now. We just launched a competition. Shit just got serious, didn't it? It's serious now. Luke's English Podcast is 200 years old. 200 years? I did just say that. 
It's not actually 200 years old, it's 200 episodes old. But it's still significant, don't you think? Means a lot to me. You know, it's a personal project, Luke's English Podcast. Started in London in my living room back in 2009. And here I am, still doing it 200 episodes later. It's a personal journey. A journey into the unknown. Broadway may never shine a light on me. You know? I might never see my name in lights at the Carnegie Hall. That's all right, though. That's all right with me. I don't mind if I'm never famous. Because I'm happy, you know? I'm as happy as a man can be. Folks in New York may never know my name. I might never win that Music Hall of Fame, but you know, I'm going to keep singing. I'm going to keep singing my song. If I don't make it, I'll never be ashamed because I'm a star. I'm a star in the ghetto. Technically, I don't live in the ghetto, but... I don't care what the people up in New York say because I'm a star in the ghetto. It's not really the ghetto, but you know what I mean. Luke's English Podcast. I might never be famous. Hollywood may never shine its light on me. You know? But I know I'm good. I'm not just alright. I know I'm good. City lights may never shine for me, but I feel good. I might never make it to the top and win myself a Grammy. But it doesn't matter to me, because I'm proud to be Luke from Luke's English Podcast. Folks in New York may never know my name. I might never win that Music Hall of Fame. But I'm going to keep on singing my song. I'm not, I'm not a singer, technically, of the podcast. I'm a star in the ghetto. Uh, technically, I don't live in the ghetto, but that's fine. I'll never make Broadway. I mean, that was never really the, the objective, but I don't care what people in New York say. Because I'm a star in the ghetto, you know what I mean? I know I don't live in a ghetto, but still. I'm gonna get I'm gonna make it funky. Welcome back to Luke's English Podcast. That was just like a little musical interlude, just to give you a sense of just how proud I am to have made it to 200 episodes of Luke's English Podcast. And although I might not make it to the top, I might not get to Broadway or Hollywood and see my name in lights, I'm still proud, right? I'm still proud to be Luke from Luke's English Podcast. That's a slightly more dramatic um, 
uh, like version of how I feel. I mean, obviously, I'm, it's not quite as dramatic as that, but I, I just. Um, I just was going through my music collection and thinking, oh, which bit of music am I going to play? And I stumbled across that. Now, that song is called Star in the Ghetto by uh, the Average White Band. And you might be thinking, they, they must be like a, a bunch of sort of soul musicians from like Harlem in New York or something. No, they're from Scotland. They're from Scotland. They are like ginger Scottish guys with beards making that music. Admittedly, they had they, they did have an American uh, guy on vocals there, but the rest of the band Scottish. <laughs> I bet you didn't expect that. Let's just hear a bit more of that. Let's hear how funky the Scottish can actually be. Uh, imagine Scottish men with white skin and, and ginger beards breaking all the stereotypes that you might imagine the scottish can groove okay there's actual evidence um so anyway 200 episodes 200 episodes of luke's english podcast now um what i'd like to do now is just basically chat to you a little bit about the 200th anniversary of luke's english podcast um i've i've got sort of a bunch of questions prepared um and i thought i'd go through them and just sort of uh, answer them. Now, these are questions that um, I think are sort of relevant to talk about after 200 episodes. And they're also questions that people frequently ask me, okay, when I end up having a conversation with either a listener uh, to the podcast or anyone else who takes an interest, um, I tend to be asked the same questions. So I've kind of compiled a list of some of the most frequently asked questions uh that, that people ask me and also um just questions that i think are worth um talking about right because i want to just just tell you how it feels to have done 200 episodes of the podcast now um what i'm going to do is uh, i'm going to i'm going to switch on um english robot 3000 now i haven't spoken to english robot 3000 for ages right i mean it's how long has it been it's been a long time i've had him in his box he's been in um He's been in uh, storage, um, and I haven't had a chance to talk to him. So I'm just going to switch him on here, and then um, I'll have a little chat, and then um, and then he can sort of ask me those frequently frequently asked questions. All right? Okay. So I've just turned him on. So if I just switch this button, then he'll begin his um, his startup process. So let's just uh, let's just tap this button here, and okay, good. My name is English Robot Three Thousand. Oh. I am here to assist you in communications. I am designed to the highest possible standard. I am English Robot 3000. Okay, great. So he's back online. Hello, English Robot 3000. How are you? My name is English Robot 3000. Okay, good, good. I, I, I know. Uh, but how are you? How are you? Are you all right? My name is English Robot 3000. Okay, all right. So, uh, okay, but maybe I've left him in his box too long. Um, hello, English Robot 3000. How are you? My name is English oh, Robot 3000. I am here uh, to assist you in communications. Right. I am designed to the highest possible, possible standard. standard. I know. I am English Robot yeah, 3000. I know. Jeez, maybe I, sh- maybe I should have opened up. Uh, maybe I should have opened up English Robot 4000 instead. What? No, no, no. Never mind. Never mind. Look, um, English Robot 3000. Hello. Uh, ha- how are you? I, I'm actually no, no, don't answer that. Don't answer that. So, are you okay? 
Where am I? What? Where are you? Where am I? Um, you're you're here. You're you're here with me. Um, um, you 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 you're you're just here with me. Um, don't, okay. Where am I? Right, you're you're look. You're probably feeling a little bit confused, to be honest, because last time, uh, last time I opened you, last time I started you up, you we were in London. All right. Hi. Is this Luke? Yes, this is Luke. Hi, is this Luke? It's, yes, it's Luke. It's Luke, okay? Hello. Yeah, hello. Hello, do you remember me now? You, yeah, you remember me? Yes. Okay, good. Okay. Okay. Right, good, good. So, are you feeling, are you feeling okay? No. Now, yes. No. Now, are you, are you feeling okay? Why? What do you mean, why? I'm just asking how you are. I'm just asking how you are. Are you feeling okay? Where? Well, wh- what do you mean, where? Here, here. Okay? May I please speak with Luke? You are speaking with Luke. Look, I think that you've I think that maybe you've been in a you've been in a box uh you've been in your box for too long. What? Well I, I kept you in a I kept you in a box. Why did you keep me in a box? Well where where else was I supposed to keep you? I mean I can't just keep you I just can't just sort of like, you know, keep you in the apartment with me, can I? Robots are very strong. I know robots are strong, but like what am I supposed to just like have you in the corner of the room or something? That's 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 ridiculous. Um, so um, anyway. Why did you keep me in a box? Well, I, look, I just had to put you in a box. All right. Look, I don't want to get into an argument. Like uh, really, I'm, I just let's be cool. Please calm down. I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm calm. Please relax. Okay, I'm relaxed. Okay, everything's cool. Look, are you good? Are you okay? Yeah. Are we. Yes. Yeah. All right. Are we? Are we all right now? Okay. All right, good. Are you are you glad to be back? Yes. Of course you are. Of course you are. So I hope you I hope you're feeling okay. What year is it? What year is it? It's 2014. 2014. What? 2014. Who is the president? Who's the president? It's uh, it's Barack Obama. All right. What? Yeah, Barack. Don't play that game. You, you Barack Obama was president when last time I spoke to you. Yes. Okay, so stop fooling around, okay? Yes. Okay. All right, good, good, good. Now, um now what's uh, what's what's going on here? What's going on? You did you um do you want to ask me some questions? Yeah? Do you have children? Do I have children? No, no. No, I don't have children not yet anyway. Um not yet. Dogs. Do you have dogs? Uh no, I don't have any dogs either. Uh, no time, you know, I don't I don't really have enough space to have dogs. Do you have children? No, I don't have any children. Not yet, anyway. Bikes. Do you have bikes? D- bikes? Um, yeah, I've got a bike. Yeah. Don't you remember me? Of course I remember you. You're English Robot 3000. I think you're having a bit of trouble because I kept you in a box for such a long time. Why did you keep me in a box? Look, I've already told you, all right? But uh, I think that maybe you're, you're just a little bit rusty. My memory system is malfunctioning. Yeah, your memory system's malfunctioning. That must be it. Okay, look, I think it's probably time for you... Look, you can just ask me those questions that we agreed on earlier on, okay? Okay. All right, good. Um, so, um... Okay, let's get the questions ready, and then you can just ask me them, all right? Okay. I have another question. Yeah? Okay. Like to do something this weekend? This weekend? Yeah, sure. You want to you wanna, you wanna do something with me? Okay. All right, that sounds good. What, what would you like to do? I just want to talk. You just want to talk? Okay, all right. You just, you just want to talk. I just want to talk. Fine. You just, you just want to talk. I just want to talk. Yeah, you just want to talk. 
I, un- I understand that. My name is English Robot 3000. Yeah, I know. I th- I'm sure everyone's getting very bored of this now. You, I, I like you a lot, English Robot uh, 3000. You're brilliant. Um, you're, you're really cool. And I think it's time for you to ask me some questions, okay? Okay. All right, good. I'll talk to you, I'll talk to you later, and that'll be good. Yes. Okay? So this weekend, we'll, ha- we'll spend some time, we'll communicate, we'll talk. I am confused. You're confused? Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I think your 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 programming is a bit basic. Okay. I'm, let's let's skip to the questions. All right. Okay. All right. Good. Why did you start Luke's English podcast? Why did I start Luke's English podcast? Um, lots of reasons. Uh, lots of reasons. One of them was that I always wanted to do my own radio show. I just loved the idea of doing a radio show. I always thought it was kind of cool. I used to listen to loads of radio and listen to podcasts and things. And I just, um, it was like, it was a dream of mine to have my own radio show. And I thought, well, what, you know, what, how can I do that? Um, it's hard to break into radio. And I thought since there's, since podcasting exists and anyone can do it, I thought, why not do that instead? Um, and so um, I just thought, well, who's going to listen to me? No one's going to want to listen to me are they? I mean, how am I going to get an audience? And I thought, oh, I know, I'm an English teacher. I'll do an English language learning podcast, and then there'll be an audience. And then, um, and also, it'll be useful. It's, there'll actually be a point to it all. Um, there'll be a, an aim and objective to the whole thing. So I'll do a, a podcast for learners of English. And also, I, I used to, um, as a teacher, I was always aware that I couldn't do much talking in my classes. Um because of teacher talking time, teacher talking time is generally considered to be a bad thing. You shouldn't do too much of it because you should let the students do most of the talking. So I would um, organise these classes and I'd give my students things to discuss, um, things that I found interesting. And I found that, I, you know, I was encouraging my students to do lots of talking. And um, I, I had loads of things to say on these subjects, but I couldn't say them because I didn't want to dominate the class with teacher talking time. So I thought, I know, I can just throw it all into Luke's English podcast. This can be where I put all my teacher talking time what, that I can't do in my classroom. I'll just do it onto, on Luke's English podcast. There's lots of other reasons too, lots of other little um, reasons, but generally I wanted my own radio show. Uh, um, I, I thought that there'd be an audience for, for Luke's English podcast. And also it just gave me a platform to say lots of the things that I always wanted to say in my classes, but that I couldn't because I didn't want to do too much talking. Okay, next question. When did you start Luke's English podcast? Um, I started it in April 2009, so it's over five years ago now. Yeah, quite a long time ago. All right, next question. What's your objective with Luke's English podcast? The objective with Luke's English podcast, um, well, it's got several things. One is to genuinely try and help people with their English and give people the opportunity to listen to some real uh, British English as it's actually spoken by a person um, and to actually provide people with an authentic, hopefully engaging um, audio podcast um, which is designed for learners of English. I know there are plenty of other podcasts out there but not that many of them are designed specifically for um, learners of English. Um, and I always thought, well, there are some podcasts for learners of English, but they're not quite, somehow they're not quite as 
um, not quite as entertaining or, or uh, rewarding to listen to as the podcasts which are made for native speakers, speakers of English. So there are loads of podcasts for native speakers. They're comedy ones and entertainment ones, history, and almost every subject is covered. Uh, but the ones that are for learners of English tend to be a little bit basic, and the English is often graded. Sometimes um, uh, transcripts are written in advance and the people just read out the scripts. So at the time when I first started, uh, there weren't that many very interesting or engaging um, podcasts for learners of English. So I thought that I'd try and do that. I'd try and do a podcast that people would be able to understand that would help them with their English and yet at the same time wouldn't be patronising and would hopefully be entertaining and engaging in some way. So I know it's quite ambitious to do that. Um, hopefully that's what I achieve with my episodes. I, I hope so. Um, only my listeners can can say if, if I manage to do that. Um, but that's been the objective. So it's to be engaging, to be um, informative, to be educational, and to be entertaining um, all at the same time. So that's the objective. Um, as I said, I hope that's what I uh, have managed to achieve. Did you ever expect to get to this point? 200 episodes did i have did i ever expect to get to this point 200 episodes nearly 1.5 million downloads in nine months well um, i don't really know because i never uh I, I didn't have a very clear idea of what i wanted to achieve within five years my plan was always just to try and make each episode as good as i could make it i know that i could probably have made some of them better but um with the sort of limited time and resources that i had i always just wanted to make each individual episode as as uh, as good as i could and in terms of like a grand five-year plan there wasn't really i didn't I, I found it very hard to put that together and instead i try and sort of make it up as i go along but i do have an idea of what i'd like to do with the podcast uh, eventually and it would be great if i could somehow turn this into my job so that i could be i could spend much more time and energy on making my podcast episodes and turn it into a, a broader range of different things that people could download so you know stuff focusing on grammar stuff focusing on on topics um, all kinds of stuff video uh, um, um, grammar and vocabulary exercises all that. I'd like to build it into a, a bigger service um, but at the moment because of my time constraints um, I just I'm only able to do the audio thing um, so but uh, did I ever expect to get to this point well I no, I didn't I didn't really ever expect to get so many listeners I remember when I first started I was just chuffed to get a few hundred and then I was like you know um at one point, I remember I was saying, my target is to get a thousand listens in a month or a thousand downloads in a month. And now I'm getting, you know, like 5,000 downloads in a day at least. Um, so, yeah, that's amazing. It's amazing. I'm, I'm really surprised that sometimes I pinch myself. What level is the podcast for? What level is it for? Well, it's a good question because, I mean... Ultim uh, ideally, ideally, the podcast would be for everyone and anyone, um, ideally. But I know that in reality, probably, I'm pitching it to f a fairly high level. But I think that, um, I imagine there are some, you know, intermediate, um, lower intermediate, pre-intermediate -in pre elementary students who, who do listen to it from time to time. And I expect a lot of those 
those levels can't really enjoy it as much as I'd like them to. Um, but I still think that it it would be good for low-level people to listen to Luke's English podcast, even if they don't understand all of it, that hopefully just with some determination and uh, they could just kind of carry on. But in reality, I know that really this is, a, this is probably for advanced level learners or at least intermediate or upper intermediate and above. Uh, but really it depends on the individual listener and uh, how much they can tolerate um, not understanding stuff. I mean, in an ideal world, you know, everyone would listen to Luke's English podcast, even if their level of English was low, and that they would kind of persevere and, and keep listening, even if they didn't understand everything. But based on the correspondence I get from listeners, uh, the messages and stuff that I receive, I think that they're pretty high level. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I, I try not to... But basically, I... Um, my aim is to try and make it interesting and and i think the more um sort of complex a podcast gets the more nuanced and subtle it can be so because i try and make it interesting and you know hopefully engaging and funny um i suppose that means that um as a result as a consequence the podcast is fairly high level um, but I know also that when I'm explaining some th- some things, like explaining vocab and grammar, sometimes I'm explaining stuff that you already know. Um, but that's, to an extent, my effort to try and include some of the slightly lower level listeners that I've got. Okay, So when I do explain vocab and grammar, uh, it, it might be like I'm teaching my grandmother to suck eggs. I mean, I might be trying to teach you something you already know. But at the same time, there may be some people listening to it who really benefit from that um, that stuff. So I'm trying to kind of, you know, please as many people as I can. I know that you can't please all the people all the time, but I'm, you know, I'm just trying to uh, make the appeal as broad as possible while also keeping it interesting for me and hopefully sort of entertaining to some extent. Yes. Are you ever going to stop, Pelletier? Am I ever going to stop? Well, I mean, you know, one day it's going to stop, isn't it? Because, um, uh, you know, when I'm when I'm um, six feet under, when I'm pushing up the daisies, um, then uh, obviously there won't be any more Luke's English podcast unless someone else called Luke comes along. Maybe when I have a, a child, if I ever have a son, I can call him Luke and then I can hand him a microphone. But it might be a bit like a Star Wars thing there. Um, so am I ever going to stop Luke's English podcast? I don't want to, I don't intend to, but, um, who knows what's going to happen in my life. There might come a time when I find that, uh, I'm unable to devote enough time to it and I'll have to stop, but hopefully that won't happen. Um, I'm going to have to stop this episode of Luke's English podcast before long because I've got to go to the supermarket and buy dinner. Um, so let's carry on with the questions. What's your favourite thing about doing LEP? My favourite thing about doing Luke's English podcast? Oh, that's that's difficult to say. I think it's probably the moment when I've finished recording an episode and, it, and I feel like it's a good one and I, I then upload it and it goes live online and then I start getting some comments and feedback from my listeners. I think that's it. Just the, 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 the sort of feeling of, of having completed and uploaded an episode. It's very satisfying. I mean, to be, to be honest, that's, that's a very satisfying feeling. But it's also quite a nervous feeling because when I've uploaded an episode, usually immediately afterwards, I always feel like, oh, that, you know, that wasn't as good as I could have done it. And I always feel a sense of like 
slight dissatisfaction. I mean, they say um, they say that uh, a painting, like painters say, that a painting is never finished. You never ever complete a painting. You just abandon it. You just kind of, you know, add a few more finishing touches to the painting, and ultimately you go, okay, I abandon it. Fine. Um, I can't add anything more to it, even though you know it's not finished. So it's a bit like that for me with Luke's English podcast. I never feel like I've quite achieved what I wanted to achieve. Um, and so I just abandon the episode ultimately. I just abandon it and publish it and go, there you go. That's the best I can do. Um, so it's a mix. It's a weird mix of like feeling uh, really excited and, and uh, really happy about um, communicating with people in this unique way, especially when I get uh, uh, you know, positive feedback. But also there's a sense of like feeling like I, I'm, you know, a slight sense of frustration that I'm never quite able to achieve what I want to achieve uh, with it. Um, Okay, right. Um, I've I have got to hurry up here. I'm just trying to tell everyone how uh, it feels to be Luke from Luke's English Podcast. Okay. So, and um, you know, the the main thing is I just wanted to tell everyone after 200 episodes uh, what that means to me. I don't know if I don't know if anyone is is actually interested. No. You don't think they're interested? No. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I I just um, I, I hope that they're I hope that they're interested. You know. Yes. Um, I think I'm going to carry on because I expect that there are there are some people who are interested in this, uh, and maybe some others who are like, eh, well, I can take it or leave it. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. Right. But you know what, English Robot uh, Three Thousand. Yes. I think what I'm going to do now is I'm actually going to switch you off. I'm going to put you back to sleep. Okay. Uh, I hope that's all right. Yes. I think you're. I think it's okay with you, isn't it? Okay. I'm doing that just because it's going to make it a little bit easier for me to do this on my own. All right. Um, you know, I, I, I still like you. It's it's fine. Um, it's just that um, I'm going to. If if I just put you to sleep, I'll 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 catch up with you again at the weekend. Okay. I understand. I know you understand because you know you're cool. We've got an understanding. Um, all right. I still like you. Good. I'm I'm glad that you you still like me. I I still like like you. I still like you too. Good. Well, everything's everything's fine. Um, all right, that's great. I understand. Yeah, you understand. You're Luke from Luke's English podcast. Good, good, good. Yeah, that, that's right, that's right. So everything's okay, all right? That's fine. So I'm just going to put you to sleep. I like sleeping. Oh, good, good. That's that's appropriate. All right, so let me just uh, let me just switch you off there. Let's chat at the weekend. Yeah, let's chat at the weekend. Okay. Brilliant, brilliant. So that's all good. That's fine. All right, so, um, so then... Uh, so I'll I'll just catch up with you catch up with you with you later, okay? All right, good, 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 good. Bye 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 bye. Okay, bye bye bye. All right then. So let let, let me just carry on. Um, so I've got um, uh, some other questions which I was going to uh, ask myself. So are you happy doing Luke's English podcast? That's another one. Yes, I'm very happy doing it. Um, very happy in, indeed. It's amazing. I absolutely love it. It's brilliant to be able to talk to everyone in the world like this. Um, I've got an audience. I've built it myself. It's incredible. I don't know anyone. I mean, okay, I know a few other people out there uh, doing other podcasts and stuff who are in a similar situation to me. But in terms of my friends and stuff, uh, I don't really know many other people who I don't really know anyone who's, who does what I'm doing. So it feels amazing. It feels original and it, it feels like it's a success in its own way. Uh, obviously, I want more. I want much more. I've got sort of uh, 
Uh, I'm quite ambitious. I, I'd like to take it further if I had the time and all that stuff. Um, so uh, the next question is, does it ever make you unhappy? Is there anything frustrating or even scary about doing Luke's English podcast? Very big question. Sometimes I worry about it, of course. Um, I worry that, um, you know, um, it's not good enough. I always want it to be better. Um, I'm satisfied in general, uh, especially considering I get lots of r- r- nice responses from people around the world. Um, the thing that sort of frustrates me is the fact that um, I don't always have enough time to devote myself to it properly. Um, and um, scary things about doing Luke's English podcast, there are scary things about it, but I just can't think of them right now. Um, I mean, I suppose I'm 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 afraid of I'm afraid a little bit about uh, telling like putting so much information on the internet about myself sharing so much of myself with the world and and doing it for free and i guess the scary thing is that when i think of how much work i've put into doing luke's english podcast i've spent a lot of time a lot of effort over five years of my life and it's got to a position where it is kind of like it does have quite a large part of my life and i've i've let's say i've invested five years of my time into it if i hadn't done luke's english podcast i might have used that five years to do something else now i know that's all mine that's all my choice it's up to me i can do whatever i want i've got freedom but what does frighten me is i think maybe nothing's going to happen nothing's going to come of this or maybe i'm not going to be rewarded for the hard work that i've done um like knowing that people like the podcast and getting comments is great i mean it's it's fantastic it really is um but um i i i wonder if if i'm going to get anything else from this or if it's just going to be this because it could be that i've spent 5 years of energy on this and nothing nothing else comes of it that this is as good as it's going to get so i do get a bit scared that maybe i've i've kind of used energy that i could have used on on other things you know like making money and progressing in my career uh i hope that my time and energy has not been wasted i know that you listening to this listeners that you don't think so you 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 think that i'm doing the right thing by doing this at these episodes um but you know from my side i kind of think Oh, I wish that the investment would come back. I wish that I could, you know, reap some of the the products of my hard work. And like comments and feedback are, are fantastic, but somehow I, I, I you know, I, I feel like, uh, to be honest, I feel like I deserve more than that. Um, it's up to me ultimately. It's up to me to define my future. So, you know, I'm not saying that I expect anything from people. Uh, other than donations of course uh it's you know it's not very classy of me to ask people for donations but you know time money heart and soul you know it all it all has its impact on 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 me uh so my fears are that it'll come to nothing i suppose uh what do i expect from my listeners well i expect people to 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 listen and listen carefully and uh, listen with the same level of attention that i i use to to create episodes i think if you match my commitment as a if you know as a as the producer of the podcast i've committed and put a lot of time and effort into it i think if you match my time and effort with a similar level of interest and commitment then i think that you will get lots of benefits from it uh, i expect my listeners to 
to communicate with me um, by leaving messages on teacherluke.co.uk and tell me what they think. And also, from time to time, I do expect my listeners to send me some donations. I know that some people in some countries actually can't do it, and I should open up more channels for donations. But if you do have the option, if you can sign up to, to PayPal, um, then do, do send me a little bit of money. I thought the other day, I get like 5,000 downloads a day. If I just got like 1p for each download, then that would that would be that would be me. I'd be set up. I'd be able to do Luke's English podcast full time. I don't get anything near that. I get a tiny tiny percentage of um, you know, a tiny percentage of the people listening to this actually decide to um, you know, pay me back. Um, anyway, um, do I ever get any negative comments or hate mail or trolling? Do I ever get people sort of uh, writing negative stuff on my website? Very rarely, uh, not very often. I think that's just because, well, first of all, the people who listen to Luke's English podcast tend to be sort of nice, reasonable people, um, but also because this isn't YouTube. I think YouTube, for some reason, has become a place where people can just abuse each other in the comments section. For some reason, that, that that's just the culture of YouTube. And I think the culture of teacherluke.co.uk is not like that. People are polite and, and generally positive and so on. Hopefully, it's also because my listeners generally are happy with what I'm doing. I hope so. But I don't receive much hate mail. I did get a couple of comments some time ago from some guy who was just insulting, uh, just just writing insulting things. But he's a troll. You know what that means? An internet troll? These are people who just enjoy themselves by pissing people off online. And it's a bit pathetic because the internet does give you the option to be anonymous. Some people use that anonymity to just be an asshole, And it's not, it's not okay. I don't think it's okay to, to, to do that. Um, so, but generally, all in all, the comments are, are really nice and I love hearing from, from my listeners. Am I, next question is, are you rich yet? How rich are you? And no, the answer is no, I'm not rich yet. I didn't start rich and I haven't got rich. In fact, if anything, I've spent more money than I've made, uh, doing this. Um, uh, but you know, it's been a labor of love and I, I hope that uh, people recognize that. Um, uh, what do your friends and family think of Luke's English podcast? Generally, my friends and family are very um, uh, supportive, and they um, they like the fact that I'm doing Luke's English podcast, and they recognise that uh, it's a success to an extent, and that uh, uh, I really enjoy doing it. Uh, not many people really understand what it means or what it takes. A lot of people don't really get how much time and effort is involved. I'm not just going to keep going on about time and effort. Uh, but since I'm the only guy doing this, that no one else really knows what it means and what it takes. Um, has Luke's English Podcast helped you in your life? Well, yes, it has helped me in my life because it's given me uh, this outlet, this this place where I can express myself and do the things I love. And also it's helped me because um, I think it's developed my skills. I've I've learned uh, since doing this, I've learned sort of how to how to talk. Uh, I mean, how to 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 speak publicly um i think it's been a great experience it's taught me all sorts of things about communication and about myself i've learned that i'm able to just talk and talk that um i'm i've learned to be articulate i think that i've developed my voice that's very important you need to develop your own voice which is like a sort of a unique way of speaking and i think i've developed that if i listen back to the early episodes the early episodes of luke's english podcast um it doesn't sound as natural 
Um, these days, I think I'm able to talk more naturally. But that's just me. Me. That's just my opinion. Um, it's not really for me to to judge. I think it's up to other people to judge what Luke's English podcast is like. But this is how it feels for me. Um, it Luke's English podcast has also helped me to get jobs. I think. I think that now I can add this to my CV that I do this podcast, which has you know got some level of success. I think that employers school managers recognize that and they they're impressed by it so i think it's raised my my value as a teacher and it has helped me to get jobs in fact i just got a job at the british council um they've just offered me a permanent job um and i mean i haven't started yet it starts in september that means i'm going to be very busy starting september because i'm going to have two jobs but i was offered a job by the british council i think i did well in an interview with them i hope i did i I must have done because they offered me the job and i think maybe part of my profile that impressed them was the fact that i have this website and it shows some um, um, initiative and some skill so yeah that's great i'll talk to you more about the british council job later on uh, okay i'll come back to that in the future um, how does it feel to be so famous well i don't think i am famous i have been i have come across people who knew who i was before i met them Pe- listeners who came to my school and were surprised to discover that it was luke from luke's english podcast i had a guy come up to me in the pub because he recognized my voice and he said excuse me are you luke from luke's english podcast but I'm not famous by any means, so I've got no idea how it feels to be famous, and I'm quite happy about that, because I don't think necessarily fame is something that you should be chasing. Uh, I don't think so. Um, so I don't know how it feels to be famous, because I'm not famous, all right? I'm maybe famous in, in, in like a small circle, but I don't think that counts. Um, so I, I'm very happy with my status as it is right now. Um, how much time does it take to do an episode of Luke's English podcast? Well, it depends on the episode. Some of them take longer than others. It depends on how much preparation I have to do. Um, as a um, as a let's see, as a as an example, this one I started doing. I sort of started setting myself up something in the region of two hours ago. And I'm only in the middle of it now. I'm going to have to, like, when I've finished recording it, I'll have to edit, upload, do all the, you know, publishing stuff and the publicity. So I think, like, an hour-long episode of Luke's English Podcast tends to take something in the region of four or five hours of my time to do. Um, yeah, honestly. I did the one of the World Cup episodes. took me five hours. It's, it's, uh, it's crazy. Even little things will increase dramatically the length of time it takes to do these episodes um so it takes me much much too long to be honest with you um uh next question is uh, why don't you do more videos and people have been asking me about this more and more people like my videos on youtube and they want more of them but they notice that i haven't uploaded many recently well i would love to do more videos and i plan to do some more the problem is of course with video is that they take a lot more time uh because you've got to f- you know focus more carefully on the visual side you know i've got to make sure that all the lighting is correct and that the the video quality is good enough um then there's the editing if if it's necessary to edit videos that takes a long time and then the uploading the file sizes are much bigger so they take longer to upload so it's really a time thing that's why i haven't done um more videos lately but i'm hoping to do more in the future i had an idea which was that i would uh 
uh, video myself doing episodes of the podcast. So while I'm recording the podcast, I would have a video camera running and I'd be able to like every now and then talk to the video, but the audio podcast would still make sense. And I could do two things at once, you know, and, and when I'd finished recording, I'd upload the video onto YouTube and there'd be video um editions of luke's english podcast and you can actually see me and you i'd be able to move and show you things and stuff and yet i'd still be able to publish the audio version and i'd be like doing both at the same time so maybe i'll be able to do that and i'll be able to kind of kill two birds with one stone in that way and i don't have to like do both i can just do luke's english podcast with a video recording what i'm doing so i i'd like to do that so you know you can look forward to that kind of thing in the future maybe not every single episode but uh, as many as possible um next is uh, how about arranging an event so that you can meet lepers luke's english podcast people maybe i can arrange an event where I can invite people to come and meet me. Well, I'd love to do that, and maybe one day when I when I find the right moment and I've got some time open in my schedule, and I'm in London, because I think that that event should take place in London. It would be the, the appropriate place. I think there would probably be more people available to meet me in London than in Paris. I don't think many of my listeners will naturally come to Paris because I think a lot of the listeners that I have come to London in order to learn English, and it's quite common for my listeners to spend some time in England. So yes, I would love to do that one day, arrange a time, a meeting place when uh, people could come and meet me and I could have like an event, an audience with Luke Thompson. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? And I could meet people face to face and say hello and you know, all that, all that stuff. Um, next question is, why don't you have your girlfriend or your fiance, your, your fiance, why don't you have her on the podcast? Well, um, I've thought about this a lot and I've decided that certain things, I've decided that certain things I'd like to keep private, you know? I mean, it would be cool, it would be funny to have her on the podcast uh, and uh, that's a nice idea, but I've just, I made a decision some time ago that I would just keep that side of my life separate Um and so that's why, okay? Um, why? Well, just because, just because you know, they say you shouldn't mix business and pleasure. Well, I do mix business and pleasure sometimes, but I think that I had to draw the line somewhere. She's mine, okay? That's basically what I'm trying to say. But also, I just think, um, yeah, it, it's complicated, but I just wouldn't want to expose her to the internet. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't explained that very well, but I just made a choice. I just drew a line and I just said, no, some things are personal and private. Um, But who knows, maybe one day if I think it's right and I think it's appropriate and she's okay with it, then I might have her on the podcast and you can meet her. Um, But at the moment, no, private, okay? It's it's, it's private. Um, Private and personal. Right, now... um, Next question. How's your French? Well, my French is at the moment at the kind of pre-intermediate level. I'm at a high sort of A2 level. Uh, That's the common European framework. So my French is not that good and it's not as good as it should be. And I'm very embarrassed about that. I've been living in France for two years, but my French is not as good as it should be. I know that lots of you out there are thinking, two years? God, if I'd lived in England for two years, my English would be brilliant by now. And you're absolutely right. 
And to an extent, I feel a bit like a hypocrite. I feel a bit hypocritical because I'm here trying to help people to learn English. And yet at the same time, uh, I'm not sort of doing the same thing for my French. I know it's ridiculous with all the things I know about learning another language and I'm not applying them to myself. Yes, um, I keep saying to people, uh, well, you know, my French is not very good, but my excuses are improving all the time. And it's true. My my excuses are getting better and better. And I've got lots of excuses, you know, like the fact that I work in English, you know, all day I'm, my, my job is in English. I'm there teaching English and I make a point of doing all my lessons in English uh, with my girlfriend. We started in English at the beginning of our relationship. And so now... English is the language of our relationship, although we do speak French to each other sometimes, but usually what happens is something happens and it's necessary to switch back into English because we've got to tr- communicate about something, you know. Um, so, yeah, it should be better. I've been taking French lessons and I'm going to do a podcast in the future about my experiences of learning French. That's coming up. But, yeah, it's not quite ready yet. What I need is the French version of Luke's English podcast. And to be honest, I've been looking for it. I've been looking for like um, Jean-Luc's, Engli- uh, Jean-Luc's uh, podcast, uh, Francaise or something. Um, and I haven't found it yet. So if you know a really good podcast for learning French that's kind of similar to this, but maybe slightly easier, um, then do let me know about it because that's the sort of thing I need. All the French learning podcasts that I've found they don't really suit me. They're all there's too much English in there, and it's too sort of simple, simplistic stuff for tourists. Um, I want more of a conversational French podcast with a bit of humour in there, authentic French. So if you know something like that, do let me know because I'd like to listen to it. Um, Next question is, someone told me that you have a new job. Is it true? Yes, I do. I'm working at the British Council. And as I said, I'll be telling you more about that in the future. Um, Let's see. Um, And the, the final question here is, do you have anything else to say to the people of the world? Well, yes, I do. And that is, thank you very much for listening to Luke's English Podcast. Um, I'm delighted to have reached 200 episodes. I hope that you're delighted that the podcast is still going. Thank you very much if you have listened all the way to the end of this episode. Uh, You're a super duper extra special uh, listener. And well done for for listening all the way to the end. And uh, I'm just delighted to to reach 200 episodes. But this is by no means means the end. I've got loads and loads of other ideas and lots of other things up my sleeve. Lots of things in the pipeline which you can expect to hear in the future Uh, this is the 200th episode it's a landmark but the podcast continues okay so uh, that's it for this episode please do leave me your comments and please do get involved in the competition all the details are printed on teacherluke.co.uk so uh, i look forward to receiving your competition entries five minutes maximum um, to uh, podcastcomp at gmail.com and i look forward to hearing hearing all those things and also i look forward to reading your comments um, here on teacherluke.co.uk tell me how it is for you um how's english podcast how's luke's english podcast for you these days just tell me and i'd be very happy to hear from you okay right that's it and uh that's genuinely it now so for now for this episode it's goodbye bye bye you've been listening to luke's english podcast for more information why not go to teacherluke.co.uk No.
know, I, th- I still think my original jingle is, is better. Uh, but so I'm having a little bit of fun here with these. Luke's English Podcast has been brought to you by teacherluke.co.uk. All right. Okay, that's a bit old-fashioned sounding. How about this? What's this going to be? Luke's English Podcast is brought to you by teacherluke.co.uk. Sounds very American. I don't know why. How about this? That's the end of the podcast. Kind of inspirational music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, again, a bit too heavy, that one. Let's have a bit of this. Luke's English Podcast is brought to you by teacherluke.co.uk. Uh-huh. Um, how about this? Yo, Luke's English podcast came from the internet. It came out of the place, in your face, from out of space. Wicked. I quite like that one, I must say. How about this? Well, hell, Luke's English podcast is brought to you by teacherluke.co.uk. <laughs> kind of, sort of like an American thing again. Tennessee Twister. All right. Um, mm, Luke's English podcast has come all the way through the internet, out of space, in the place, in your face. <laughs> yeah. Huh. All right. Um, what's this? Luke's English podcast is the soulfulest, most soulful podcast on the internet. Yeah. Okay. I've no idea what that was. That was kind of stupid. Um, all right, what's this? Luke's English podcast from out of the place in this in the thing. All right, no, that uh, that was that was a bit of a disaster, wasn't it? Um, how about this? Okay, Luke's English podcast is uh, from teacherluke.co.uk. It's it, the thing. Woo. Okay, this is getting a bit silly, isn't it? But that's all right. I'm just having a bit of fun with the thing on the thing. Luke's Luke's English podcast is the most serious and emotional podcast on the internet. Uh huh. Luke's English podcast has been brought to you by TeacherLuke.co.uk. I like that. That's sort of like almost a bit of mystery there, a bit of film noir. Um. It all started um, on the internet when I started a podcast called Luke's English Podcast. That's when, that's when she entered my office, f- flame-haired and big-breasted. And I thought to myself, oh, mama, this is the start of one of those film noir stories which uh, could be featured on an episode of Luke's English Podcast. Mm-hmm. Alright, that's quite fun. I should do a, f- a film noir story. Right, let's just have this f- this one at the end now, okay? Whoa! Funky, funky, funky! Luke's English Podcast is the funkiest podcast in the world! Yeah! It's too long, it's too long, I don't know what to say. Yeah, alright. Now that, 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 was, that was a bit shit. Um, alright, I'm going to do one more. And I've no idea what this is going to sound like, but this is the one I'm going to do. 
Luke's English Podcast has been brought to you by teacherluke.co.uk. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. All right, again, that was too short. I need a longer one of them because that's quite nice. You've been listening to Luke's English Podcast, which is brought to you by teacherluke.co.uk. For more information, you can visit that website, which is called teacherluke.co. This is too long now. Um, Luke's English Podcast is in your face uh, from uh, out of space in the place. It's a disgrace. Uh, It's not a disgrace. This is far too long, this one. The first one was too short. Luke's English Podcast is um, available online and on iTunes, which is also online. Okay, now I need a a, a shorter version of that because that's quite nice. Don't you agree? Okay, let's try it again. You've been listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, you can visit teacherluke.co.uk. Luke's English Podcast is also available on iTunes. Just go to iTunes and search for Luke's English Podcast. That's the end of this jingle. Thanks again for listening. Mm, all right, if I work that out, that could be quite good. Anyway, what I'm what I'm doing here is just ending the podcast, but um, I wanted to play something to you, didn't I? Yes, I did. I wanted to play that uh, the rest of that message from Alex and Paul. So um, I'm just going to try and find it, uh, and then I'll be able to play it to you. All right. You're listening to Alex Love and Paul Langton's Brighton Festival podcast. Oh, all right, all right. Okay, so here, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Oh, God. No, I was supposed to be editing this sort of, you know, while I was doing it, but I just left it too late. So normally after a, a jingle, you've got to come straight back in with the, uh, you've got to come straight in with the audio. So I'm, so I'm going to have to start that again. Sorry. You're listening to Alex Love and Paul Langton's Brighton Festival podcast. Okay, right. So, and, and here it is now. And of course, the major difference this year is that we don't have uh, the pleasure of Luke Thompson. Yes, yeah. we're, we're missing you, Luke. We miss you. We do miss you, Luke. In your honour, uh, we did stand outside a guitar shop for about 30 minutes looking at a bass guitar. Uh, yeah, we thought you'd like that, Luke. Uh, there's a picture. I tried to put it on Facebook. I'll put it up there at some point and that. And people can say, oh, look, it's, it's, look there he is, uh, Paul Langton posing. And you can see Paul, he's, he's wearing a... A big wrong jacket from EastEnders. If you don't know, uh, <laughs> East, EastEnders is a soap, a soap uh, that uh, is a soap opera, uh, people's lives, um, and things happen, and not not very happy things, often often quite nasty things in EastEnders. And Big Ron, uh, the poor joke, is a character that doesn't actually exist. But I can see where Alex is going. Is, is the actor dead? Anyway, he he used to work in the market, Big Ron, and he was. Oh yes, coats. big yes, I do remember Big Ron. Is, is he dead? In I believe he is. Yeah, I believe he's okay. passed in the real world, actually. I think. Yeah, yeah. But he used to work as a market trader. Uh, Explain what a market trader is. Well, markets, I'm sure you have them wherever you are in the world. Um, they're basically uh, open-air areas where market stalls, small barrows with wheels, sell all forms of goods. And uh, in this particular soap opera that Alex was talking about called EastEnders, there was uh, a market in the east end of London, uh, Cockneys. I'm sure you're familiar with it. They sound like Paul, by the way. Paul's uh, Paul's a Cockney. Can you explain what a Cockney is? Yeah, if you've seen Jamie Oliver, he's not a Cockney. He's a Mockney. He's a Mockney, we hate. It's Someone who's pretending to be Cockney. It's a person who lives in the east end of London, uh, particularly within a certain geographical area that's marked out by a church called Bow Church, 
and it's bells. So if you're born within the sound of bow bells, you are a cockney. So that literally has about, um, I think it's a two mile area in, uh, in East London. Um, most people who tell you that they're cockneys have never been to London. I suppose most people who tell you they're cockneys, uh, only the first part of that word is true. <laughs> By that I mean cock. Yes. Uh, co- cock. I refer you to Luke's swearing podcast. A cock means uh, an idiot. But don't don't use that in or a everyday, penis. everyday conversation. Or a cockerel. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a few. You can always backtrack. You can always uh, say, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to call you a penis. What I meant was you're a cockerel. Um, and you can generally get away with it. I find that useful in everyday conversation. You normally just get the one punch for that remark. Sometimes two. A punch is when somebody clenches their fist and hits you uh, with, with as, as hard as they can, in the, generally in the facial area. Uh, see, Rocky, Rocky, he, he punches things, he punches meat, doesn't he? Mm. Meat in, in the, the, uh, the lorries. It's also my favourite of the Rocky milieu. Uh, a Rocky, Rocky is a film, yeah. by the way. A film is something you see in the cinema, where which has a load of seats <laughs> and uh, a big screen, a projector screen, at. a projector screen, and uh, some surround sound. Even <laughs> uh, you, you may have them there. You may go and go. I'm just going to the pictures to uh, to see a film, a movie. Some people call it movie is generally an American term. We we say a film here. And I'm going to see a film at the cinema. Unless you're of Irish persuasion, then for some other reason you say film. 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 We don't know why. Um, so um, yeah, but we're doing our show Snigger Happy. Um, we're at the same venue we were last year. Um, the same venue where Luke Thompson and Johnson had something of a. Um, he went a bit mad. He went crazy. And <laughs> we, we have a name for it. Um, Luke is a very, very talented comedian, a very funny man. Um, and he sometimes has part of his act is where he goes through uh, how to do an impression of the famous film actor Robert De Niro. But this particular day, uh, Luke was uh, having what can only be called a mental breakdown on stage and decided that he'd do a Robert De Niro impression and get a member of the audience up on stage to do an impression of the other famous actor. There's only two in the world. No, 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 no. He was the, the audience member was going to be Robert De Niro. Yeah. Luke decided to be Al Pacino. So basically, he stood there in front of quite a respected comedy reviewer, Steve Bennett, a gentleman called Steve Bennett from Lo- the website lovely, Chortle. Lovely man. Um, and he decided to just stand there going, hoo ha! Um, just doing that makes myself an Alex Shipper, and I'm sure when when Luke hears this back, he will he will cry in but, shower. But he can edit it, so he um, I, you know he's free to do with this what he wants, Luke. But he you, may you can do that. We just but don't know. that's the truth, and you know if you don't put this on your podcast, you're deceiving your listeners. All right, so I have to uh, sort of get involved here. Alex and Paul just told a story about uh, when we did a gig in Brighton, uh, 2012. It was. And they they uh, they just said that during this gig, I had a mental breakdown and I and I sort of lost it on stage, um, in front of quite an important comedy reviewer. And it's um, it's kind of true. And let me just try and tell you the story. I know this episode is going on and on, but uh, that's all right. It's the two hundredth one, and I can do what I like because this is my English podcast in this case. Um, right. So uh, what happened? Well, uh, we were doing a gig in Brighton and. Um, First of all, we'd been out all day. I'd been out all day handing out flyers, trying to get people to come to the show. Um, handing out flyers in the sun. So that's that's the one 
factor. I'd got loads of sun on my head. And you know when you get like too much sun on your head and you start to sort of you kind of feel a bit weird? It kind of affects your mind a little bit. Well, that was happening to me. Also, for one reason or another, I hadn't been sleeping very well for about five days. I hadn't got a decent night's sleep for about five days. Sometimes I go through periods when I can't sleep because my because my, my brain won't stop thinking, all right? And like coming up with it's like Luke's English podcast all the time in my head and I can't sleep it doesn't happen very often but sometimes it does now uh, during the Brighton festival I was going through this period where I couldn't sleep and it was really driving me mad you know I just couldn't rest and I was starting to sort of lose my mind that's how it felt Um, and so I spent the day in the sun I hadn't slept and then it was time for me to go on stage in our show and at the last minute we discovered that this reviewer was in the audience, okay? Now, um, when, you're, when you're doing comedy, it's, it, if you get a reviewer in the audience, that's very important. Very, uh, it's very significant because, obviously, uh, reviews will make or break you as a comedian. All right? Now, normally, I'm okay. Normally, I get nervous before a gig, but um, I make it work on stage. Now, in, in this particular occasion... For some reason, I didn't feel very nervous, but what I did feel was unprepared. I just felt like, oh, you know, I'm not prepared. I haven't had a chance to work out my material. I'm not sure what I'm going to do, but it'll be fine. I'll make it work. I don't care that this reviewer is in the room. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to go and do it, and it's going to be fine. And I went up on stage with this attitude, and I started, and quite quickly, I just felt like I was just dying on stage. I had no... Uh, people weren't laughing. Uh, my my sentences weren't coming out in the funny way. They, they just were f- sort of dropping dead... Uh, uh, in the air, and and uh, it was incredibly hot on stage. I mean, I was pouring sweat. It was incredibly hot, and I was trying to do my routine, and I kept forgetting all my material. And I got to the point where I was doing my Robert De Niro impression, and I'd done that Robert De Niro thing so many times before on stage that this particular moment, I just kind of lost it. Right, and I, it's true, I did have a sort of. Well, it's not true that I had a complete mental breakdown. I'm exaggerating, of course. But what happened was the heat, the uh, the the tiredness, the lack of sleep, uh, meant that I kind of lost control of my my act. And what happened was, for some reason, I've never ever done it before. Um, I invited someone up onto the stage with me. So normally I do, I mean, sometimes in my act, I do a bit where I teach the audience how to do an impression of Robert De Niro. Now that's mainly visual because it involves changing the way my face looks so I look like Robert De Niro, okay? And I was doing this and I was kind of bored and frustrated and I thought, I know, I'll get someone from the audience on the stage and they can do a Robert De Niro impression and I'll do Al Pacino and we'll do like an Al Pacino, Robert De Niro improvisation. Terrible mistake. What a stupid idea. Why did I suddenly start improvising with a member of the audience in this important gig with uh, a reviewer in? And so I got the guy up and he was standing there and, and he couldn't do it. He couldn't do the Robert De Niro impression. In fact, he just looked really stressed out and he was suffering from the heat as well. I could see the sweat pouring down his head and I thought, oh my God, this is terrible. I hope he's going to be all right. I don't want some guy to have a heart attack on stage uh, at my gig. So I was doing this and the whole time I was just thinking, this is terrible, this isn't funny at all, and the guy couldn't do Robert De Niro, and I was doing 
when I, when I got him up, um, I realised, oh God, I can't really even do an Al Pacino impression. So all I was able to do was hoo ha, you know, which is what Al Pacino does, isn't it? Hoo ha, you know. So I was doing that, and this guy was failing to do a Robert De Niro impression. It was a disaster, absolute disaster. And I, uh, like a week or so later, when the review was published, I read it, and of course, it was terrible i mean it was a really really bad review uh i'm not going to read the review to you because frankly i'm quite embarrassed but this reviewer had reviewed me the year earlier uh no two years earlier the first time we went to brighton he he came and saw us and i did a a fairly good set i did all right and he wrote some very positive things about me saying stuff like you know he's he's um he's he's got he's bright he's got a slightly sort of surreal mind and he he uh He's he's one to watch for the future. He's he has a promising future, um, and uh, so he he said I had a promising future. Well, two years later, he came back to see me in the future, and it was a bit of a mess, um, which is a real pity because normally I'm a lot funnier than that. It's just that he happened to come to one of my worst gigs, but that's just you know it's just bad luck, isn't it? I wish he'd seen me do better and then reviewed me, you know, more positively. But there you go. That's the story of my disastrous gig at Brighton when I had a meltdown. A meltdown is a bit like a breakdown. But I think meltdown is the more appropriate word here because it was so hot. I felt like I was melting. Um, So that's what they're talking about. And I thought I'd I'd just uh, explain that before carrying on. All right. So you're now carrying on with the Brighton... uh, Brighton Festival podcast with Alex Love and Paul Langton, and here's the rest of it now. You, you are <laughs> you, you are breaking the trust you've built up over the last four years, and um, you, this to your you, you can probably edit this bit out. It's probably it might be damaging for you actually. So, uh, but I think our food our food is here, so, so we're, we're going to cut like this uh, podcast short. So, Luke, um, thank you. There's our food. Thank, thank you. you. Cheers. So their food has just arrived. Okay. Cheers. Hello, uh, we are back for the uh, second uh, instalment of the hijacked English, uh, Luke's English podcast. We've just uh, sat down to a plate of, uh, we were in a, re- a little cafe called the Dumb Waiter in the lanes in Brighton, lovely place. I do suggest you come here when you come to Brighton. Uh, but we're um, just had a plate of Dumb Huevos. Very nice, actually. Dumb Huevos? Um, a Don Juegos, I suppose that's some kind of food that they just ate, but uh, anyway. And, uh, yeah, so, so we've got our show later on today, haven't we? Yeah. How do you think last night's show went, Paul? Um, uh, I think, as per usual, I uh, carried the can of comedy. Mm, I disagree. You no, it, was, um, it was quite a good night. We were, we were on a very hard time run at 9.45 in a bar called The Temple, which is a lovely venue, but it's a little bit off. It's heading towards um, an area of Brighton, well, just outside Brighton, called Hope. <coughs> Uh, and um, uh, we, we got quite a good audience, I'd say about 35, 40. Yeah. In a very small, hot room, very badly it's laid bad out. For comedy. And, and so the room was hot, which is bad for comedy because the audience shouldn't feel hot because then they'll feel uncomfortable and start falling asleep. Um, and also, there was Especially a, when Alex is on stage, they fall asleep a lot when Alex I don't know about that. Paul, they, they, they actually laughed at my act last night. Um, maybe three times, but just three more times than Paul has laughed at. Uh, I, I measure. All right, so yeah, okay, very it's sort of f- slightly boring at this point. I'm joking, of course. I'm I'm not. I mean, it's no, I am. Am I? 
I don't know, actually, if I'm joking or not. But do you understand what they're saying? Talking about their gig last night, saying it was very hot in the room, and that Alex, um, uh, Alex and Paul, they thought it was a good gig, but it was a bit too hot. And now they're arguing about who was funny. Paul saying that uh, Alex wasn't funny. Alex saying that Paul wasn't funny. Just the usual stuff. My, my audience slightly differently from most comedians. If they don't walk out, then I know that they found it funny. And nobody walked out last night. One person did. Really? Yeah. That was you. That's fine. No, one person did, but it's fine. Yeah. I'm over it. Um, Because she she was rubbish anyway. She was sitting at the back and she didn't understand what I was saying and she'd ask questions to the person next to her. Um, And I I, I asked what she was talking about. Because it's annoying when you're talking on stage and there's someone talking to someone else in the audience. Um, So, um, yeah, we've got a final show. It's... um, it's going to be sad, really. To uh, I'm not sure if we'll do Brighton next year. Um, it's a lot, lot quieter about Luke here. It's not much fun. Uh, we did, we thought about playing mini golf today, which is like a small version of golf, but you only use a putt. Uh, and they have specially, um, they have specially designed holes. It's actually called crazy golf, and it's like you have to put your ball through windmills and over bridges. It's it's fun. It's fun, and it's a it's a tradition we have every year that we come to the Brighton Friends that we go and play. But it didn't feel the same without Luke. Um, oh, it's sweet, isn't it? They're missing me. They were missing me when they recorded that. Oh, how sweet. They played mini golf without me. They, um, oh, it's, it's obviously it's, it's, it hasn't been the same without, uh, without Luke from Luke's English Podcast. Uh, and also, we got there quite late, and the weather's been lovely today, so it's very full of um, fat English women. And we just don't like them. Sorry. All right, I think that if this doesn't get more interesting in the next 30 seconds, all right, Alex and Paul, if it does if this doesn't get better in the next 30 seconds, then you're I'm cutting this bit. Okay? We'll see. Okay, okay we should probably say something else really, shouldn't we? Um so <clears throat> yeah, I'm doing uh, Edinburgh again. Uh, now uh, we should say the, the show we're doing is not... The show's called Snigger Happy in the programme, but we're actually doing Love and Lantern's Dirty Laundry. Which is uh, a show that we took to the Edinburgh Fringe, the Edinburgh Comedy Festival Fringe. Does anyone care? <laughs> in August of 2012. Yes, and uh, basically the reason we chose to do <clears throat> uh, the Dirty Laundry show instead of Snigger Happy was because we didn't have to get more flyers printed and, and more pictures taken. Um, so the show was so good we thought we'd give more people a chance well, to see it my half of the show was good Paul's was uh, a bit lacking and Luke, Luke you can do that over to you explain what racism is Luke <laughs> <laughs> and don't say in a dictionary look for Paul Langton that's not funny that's, that's, we're not funny that, that, that was a, a weak joke um, we should probably wrap up if, if, thank you for, for listening to this uh, I don't know what Luke's going to do with it. he might edit it um, and play around with it and maybe do impressions of us go on Luke do an impression of me oh okay all right, I should do an impression of Alex. You- so, uh, I'm, uh, my name's Alex Love, and uh, uh, for, for fuck's sake, Paul, um, wait a minute, wait a minute, Alex Love. So, uh, here we are, it's uh, right in, uh, no, <laughs> that's not a very good impression, is it? Okay, I'm going to try again. So, uh, no, that's terrible. Sorry, Alex, can't do it. Can't do it, with it. unless you're in front of me, I can't do it. Um, fucking hell, Langton. Yeah, maybe something like that. But no, Paul, uh, Paul, Alex, I need you uh, to be in front of me in order to do the impression, because I need the inspiration, okay?
you do an impression of Paul as well? Go on. So uh, my name's Paul Paul Langton, and uh, I'm a, I'm not a Cockney. Uh, no, that's that's crap. Sorry. I can't do it because it's. It, I'd have to do it visually. I'd have to sweat and drink beer. I think that's the only way to do an impression of Paul. Do you yeah. like the way Alex is leaving in enough of a pause for you to do that, Luke? I like that. These are edit points. Very, very technical. These are edit points. You know, I, I would be much more blanker. Cut and continue. Well, you, you normally say something. There was a bit like that. Some of the letters to that, Paul, wouldn't you? Mm, yeah. Yes, I probably would. That was a very rude word. I'm, I'm referring to. Again, I refer to Luke's sweary podcast. Yes. Um, well, 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 Luke, what word am I, am I referring to? Can you explain to your listeners, please? Yes, if you. I genuinely have got no idea which word he's referring to. He's, he's, they're, they're trying to refer to some rude word, but I didn't catch it. Did you catch which word they're talking about? No, neither did I. I mean, come on, guys. You've got to make it easier. You've got to, you've got to be clearer. Speak more clearly, okay? I understand that the recording conditions weren't perfect, but you've got to enunciate, all right? Four letters, right and blunt. Um... Luke, thank you very much for your time. We miss you. We miss uh, you greatly. Luke. We, 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 we. I miss you guys too, and I'm only kidding when I'm just abusing you here publicly on Luke's English podcast. But I th- I'm sure you understand. It's all just for uh, sort of comic effect, I suppose. Um, but yeah, guys, hey, hey, I miss you too. I genuinely do. I'd love to be back in Brighton doing the doing the shows because I'm. I mean, it hurts that the last one of the last shows I did there was this meltdown in which I did an Al Pacino hoo-ha impression. I'd love to be back. And it was f- awesome fun being in Brighton with uh, with the guys playing mini golf, eating ice cream, staring in the windows of guitar shops, getting sunstroke and drinking beer and talking nonsense. It's brilliant fun. We miss you, Trey Grond. We miss, we miss your smell and your hair. Yeah, yeah. It's the Timotei that you use. That's a that's a form of shampoo. I'm sure Luke can fill you in. A uh, shampoo, is something you put in your hair to clean it, to uh, get the, the oils out of your hair, and uh, <laughs> otherwise it's going to look a bit greasy. Um, so, so thank you for listening. Um, I don't know what Luke's going to do with this. Um, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, <laughs> please do. Uh, my Twitter uh, address is uh, uh, at uh, this Alex Love. Uh, that's Alex uh, A L E X. And love L-O-V-E Such a blatant attempt to steal my audience And grab attention on Twitter Such an obvious Just attempt to grab Twitter followers Is anyone going to follow Alex on Twitter? Seriously? At At this Alex Love At this Alex Love T-H-I-S-A-L-E-X L-O-V-E At this Alex Love Alright? If, if you're interested, which you probably aren't. My real name. And also a handy stage name as well. Um, have you got anything you'd like to add, Paul? If you want to follow me, I live near New Crossgate Station in South East London. I'll be around there most times. Yeah. In a pub called The Hobgoblin. Drunk with no trousers on. So, so there we are. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll, we'll speak to you again at some point. Adieu, adieu, to you, adieu, adieu. Auf Wiedersehen. Okay. Slightly sort of multilingual ending there to that uh, to that entry there from Alex Love and Paul Langton, my correspondents in Brighton. Um, oh, it's genuinely nice to hear that hear from those guys, and uh, maybe we'll be hearing from them again soon in some form. Um, so I think that that pretty much wraps it up, doesn't it? I think so. This is this is probably just going on and on and on now, and you're thinking, really, Luke, an hour and a half. 
that's a bit too much, isn't it? Um, so I think it's probably enough. I'd like to sing a song for you because um, it's a variety show, this 200th episode. So um, I think it's a bit of it's song time. Here we go. Some things in life are bad. They can really make you mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. When you're chewing on life's gristle, don't grumble, give a whistle. And this'll help things turn out for the best. So always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the bright side of life. Life seems jolly rotten, there's something you've forgotten And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing When you're feeling in the dumps, don't be silly chumps Just purse your lips and whistle, that's the thing And always look on the bright side of life Always look on the bright side of life Life is quite absurd, and death's the final word. You must always face the curtain with a bow. Forget about your sin, give the audience a grin. Enjoy it, it's your last chance anyhow. So always look on the bright side of death. Just before you draw your terminal breath. Cause life's a piece of shit when you look at it Life's a laugh and death's a joke, it's true You'll see it's all a show, keep them laughing as you go Just remember that the last laugh is on you And always look on the bright side of life Always look on the bright side of life Look on the bright side of life Always look on the bright side of life Thanks again for listening to Luke's English Podcast And this really is the net Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast And this really is the end of this episode now So that's it Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.